0: This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at NerdyLegion.com. Enjoy the show.
1: Okay, Podcast.
0: Showtime A-hold.
1: Where a couple fat guys talk marvel.
0: <laughs> chomp chomp chomp. Usually I do podcasts from my basement. <laughs> oh my god. You
1: guys are losers.
0: Ultimate Marvel, Podcasts, sad, wrong, Ultimate Marvel Podcast. Just
1: a couple of hot-headed fools. Showtime, a Welcome to episode 5830-something-six of the Ultimate Marvel Podcast Legacy Numbering Episodes. Next week we'll be at episode number one, because that's how Marvel rolls these days, apparently. I'm Jack, we're gonna, Ronnie's back. It's, it's going to be
0: the same host, different content, and we're going to just renumber. Or
1: maybe just let Martin and Nick take over, yeah. all new creative teams.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Shake we'll, some things up a little bit. And we'll
1: go to DC like Marvel uh, yeah. employees do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> What's up, man? It's a short week, but it's been a long week.
1: Yeah. Because
0: we had off for President's Day or whatever. so.
1: Man, I don't think we got off for that. Well, my kids had school because they were making up for a snow day. Oh.
0: But see, we're only government when it's convenient, though. (laughs) Because, like, on some days, everybody else is off, and then, nope, you got to work. And then the days that I expect us to have to work, it's like, nope, you're you're off today. I'm like, okay.
1: (laughs) So, um... There's some interesting stuff to get into. And we just talked for like an hour and a half about, in the last episode, of Black, about Black Panther. So yeah. we don't need to rehash all that again. But um, you, you uh, teased me with the Black Panther Infinity Gem theory that I want to hear about. But Have you seen the movie yet? Uh,
0: yeah, I've seen it. You did? I, I broke down and saw it. Wow, yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah. Cause, I was going to wait because I wasn't too excited about it, but everybody's talking about it. and I, didn't, I mean, I listened to your guys' review. Yeah. So I was like, I got to see it for myself. And even though it did seem like Disney's live action version of Lion King, kind of, <laughs> even with the waterfall scene, right? I enjoyed it more than I did Ragnarok.
1: Oh, I would have assumed you would have because it was a. Uh, they they weren't reinventing the wheel by any means, but it wasn't that typical comedy laugh fight right. format they've been harping on lately. Right.
0: Okay, so back to my theory, right? Okay. There's still one gem that's missing
1: Soulstone, right? Right, Gem. are they? Are they they gems or stones at this point? They used to be gems.
0: Yeah, they used to be gems. I think they're stone stones now. But
1: somebody started saying stones, and now it's like people just pick whichever one they want.
0: Yeah. But in the Infinity War trailer, we see that the Black Order Mm -hmm. is attacking Wakanda. Then that that got me thinking that why why on everywhere on Earth would you just attack Wakanda? So there's got to be a reason for the Black Order and Thanos to directly go to Wakanda. Vibranium? Oh, yeah, but I mean, I'm sure it's not the only place in the galaxy that has vibranium, though. Right. So for plot point purposes, is that where the the soul gem is?
1: You think it's in Wakanda? Yeah. Well, yeah. The whole preface of the movie is that they're on a mission to get Infinity Gems, and we know that we see him take, you know, ripping one out of Vision's head in the trailer.
0: And also, like where T'Challa has his uh, fever vision or whatever it is because he ate the plant.
1: That where he got his powers.
0: Yeah, and he talks to his dad. Right. Um, Is that soul searching too? Is that like foreshadowing without foreshadowing without showing us the stone? Because that's basically what he's what both the killmonger and him are both doing are soul searching basically
1: yeah that's interesting did, you, did you read both. that somewhere as you come up with that no i came up with that <laughs> that's an impressive theory that's deep thoughts from shallow mind <laughs> buddy
0: and now deep thoughts
1: <laughs> no and that makes sense because it's like why is this just random plant why is it here and why is it magical well, for no reason well, the they never explained is- that
0: But even the plant's been there, like in the comic books and whatnot, but it kind of worked that way and it kind of didn't. So then what connection does the plant
1: have to the gem, to the soul stone?
0: Uh, Nothing. Uh, He just used the plant to like go into the euphoric type hallucinogen type thing. So like he is soul searching, you know, so the actual soul stone is there type thing. So I don't think the plant actually has any connection to the soul stone or anything unless it's buried in the in the ground where the Yeah, well that's what I was thought
1: it. when you first said it. Maybe it's 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 in the ground somehow where they're cult- cultivating those plants, it's right. causing it to to do that. Right. But they did at the beginning say that the meteorite that hit earth uh-huh. was responsible. I don't remember if they said for the plant or for the vibranium. Maybe it was just for the bringing vibranium to earth.
0: Yeah, I think it was for the vibranium. Okay. But the stone could have hitched a ride on it, so it could be for both. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. They just assumed that it was for vibranium at this moment because they don't actually know about the soul stone yet. Yeah,
1: I was just wondering, like, I mean, did we actually see the Black Order in Wakanda? Or do did, did we just see sort of Wakanda? Well you see for the
0: Wakan- uh, Wakandian tribe and Black Panther and because Cap gets his by bringing his shield thingy there because he's busy visiting Bucky, and then you see them like charge, like a tribe, like charge. So I was just assuming that it yeah. was on, Wakanda. So I mean, I know that breaks your bubble that Warlock has it, but I'm not saying that he won't have it by the end of the movie uh, i don't think he's i mean there was
1: rumors about magus being in infinity war yeah which means he would appear before warlock which would be sort of backwards but right i don't i mean if i had to put money on it i would say he's not we're not going to see him until right guardians three right you never know sometimes they try to fool you but we could see him in the post-credit scene yeah i mean in the in the comics they the soul stone was the origin of the Infinity Gems, and it was given to Warlock. But they're starting with the race for Infinity Gems before like Warlock even comes on the scene. So they're they're changing right. the chronology. Yeah, the
0: whole dynamic of it basically. Yeah. But you enjoyed the movie, otherwise? Yeah, I really did. Cool. Um, I'd probably give it a three and a half out of five. I would say. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's if I enjoyed it as much to rewatch it a couple of times. I mean, I'm sure I'll. Rewatch it like when it comes out on Blu ray or whatever, but I don't know if I'll rewatch it more than one more time. You know, I really did
1: appreciate Dewan's input on it last week because uh-huh. I thought it helped me open my eyes. Like, there's a pride over this movie in the African American community that I just, you know, even being fully aware of that, I still don't experience it that firsthand that way when I watch it. Because right. at the end yeah. of the day, you know, like I'm a white dude who grew up in a white family, experiencing the right. world through a different lens. Um, right. So talking about it with him I thought was really cool.
0: But as just a superhero movie,
1: um, I agree with you completely.
0: Yeah. So we'll just see if I'm way off the mark or not. Ah, I like it. Gym theory sounds scientific, like string theory. Well, it it, (laughs) it, just—it sounds movie logical type thing. But then again, you know, they could pull it and couldn't be logical at all, and people would be like, "Why was it even there?" (laughs) Yeah, we'll
1: see. I mean, I think they—they've revealed them all to this point, and it's like they're saving this one. Every movie, people are like, oh, this is going to be the movie where they reveal it. So right. they've de- obviously, at this point, they've saved it for Infinity War, right? right? There's some story plot that they've been holding out there with that one. So we'll see. There's, I mean, they're running out of options. Wakanda seems to make, I mean, Asgard is gone, so it's not there. Yeah. Um, I guess it could be hiding a number of yeah. places, but I think it has. it's most likely on Earth. Cool, man. Ronnie's like the uh, lax MCU enthusiasm, so I'm, <laughs> I'm impressed you actually went and saw it. Yeah.
0: I did. I have movie pass, so I had to... Oh, that's right. Now you have to go see them all. Well, get your money's so worth. work. <laughs> well, and then, like, it was on a day... Yeah, it was Monday, and everybody was, like, doing their own thing or whatever. And I was like, well, I got time. I might as well just go watch it. Yeah. It's not going to cost me anything, but gas money to get there. Right. Um. So, Dennis,
1: who I plugged a couple episodes ago, the Best of the Rest podcast... And Dennis who is the co-host on that you know he's a big collector like yep. lots of silver Age I think he has so we've been talking some and he has some really pricey items yeah I've, I've always been uh, sort of a just a follower of the story right right which right yeah especially you know over the last 20 30 years is not profitable by any means. <laughs> It's actually a total money pit. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I'm thinking about cutting back on that a little bit and trying to go after some of these older issues. Yeah. I have some, uh, so I have 90s stuff from when I first started reading comics, which is ironically like right around the time comics stop appreciating. <laughs> but, right. but I've picked up some Silver Age stuff like here and there over time. Like I have some early issue, like volume ones of Fantastic Four and Thor and Hulk and stuff like that. But I've never really been into hunting down that stuff. And Dennis is inspiring me. I think he just sold me Thanos Thanos Quest one and Two, signed by Starlin, which I'm really excited about, checking the mail for it every day. But that's kinda right up my alley. That's Thanos' first self titled issue.
0: So are you just going after like first appearances now? Or are you going after how are you gonna determine what to get? Before you go down this yeah, like iconic covers, first appearances.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Because I'm not I'm not seasoned like him. So the idea of spending a lot of money on a comic is I'm just not I'm not there yet, <laughs> right? What I've sort of done in the past since I'm a big Warlock fan is I've collected a lot of the early issues that had appearances of him. I have the two his first two issues in Fantastic 4 on my wall, and I have some of the Thor stuff he was in. So I think a lot of it would probably sit around just characters I'm fan I'm a fan of. I'd like to get I think Iron Man 55. Is that the one with Black Panther's first appearance,
0: or is that Thanos? I don't know now that you put me on the spot. I think it's Thanos. Wait, didn't Black Panther show up in Fantastic Four?
1: Yeah, I think Black Panther was Fantastic Four. I think his first appearance. So I think Iron Man 55, I might be off on the number, but somewhere around there. I think Starlin was writing it, and Thanos made his first appearance. Like I'd love to get an issue like that um, just for my collection. I'd love to get that Black Panther issue also, but I I looked at it, man,
0: and it's through the roof. You you should have thought about that like six months ago. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Because, see, I went down this rabbit hole before, but as you know, like I read everything. So then like I was like, oh, I got to get that. Oh, I got to get that. Mm -hmm. And then plus I was still getting my monthlies. Right. Or weeklies or whatever. So then it was like, well, what's some things that's like meaningful to me? Right that that's iconic covers to me mm-hmm. and like for example <clears throat> it's really still cheap but it's the spot cover for peter parker spectacular spider-man oh, okay just because i remember like being a little kid and going to the comic shop and and getting it and seeing it and loving the cover yeah but you know there's other ones that i want to like giant size x-men in good condition right you know that that type of thing or first appearances of here or there but yeah you got you got to trim the fat somewhere (laughs) sure maybe one of these days when i win the lottery or whatever
1: (laughs) well that's the other thing about it like i could if i spend a ton of money on this stuff i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sell it anyways
0: because it's gonna be
1: something i'm collecting so right kind of weigh the uh the pros and cons of, of throwing money at yeah. something like that, unless you're super wealthy, which I'm not.
0: And then you have buyers' regret. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't think I've. Well, you know, the only thing I have buyers' regret from is at one point I was trying to collect all the Valiant hardcovers, and I was really into Valiant, and I kind of lost interest, and now i got all these hardcovers. I mean, I still read Valiant, like, but it's more spotty. Right. I don't, I don't yeah. have like nostalgia or anything like that to keep me into it when it's like in a right. lull or whatever. So uh, now i got like all these hardcovers. I don't want to keep spending money on them um, to keep the collection going, and they're just like a ton of them. So I kind of have remorse for that. Other than that, though, I don't think I have anything I really regret.
0: No, I always have buyers regret like good or bad like a day after the con, a con that i go to. <laughs> oh, really? It's just like, man, I should have bought this or, man, oh. I should have bought this instead of this. Oh, you, know, you mean regret for
1: something you – I got gotcha. you.
0: Or just buyer's regret periods, like, yeah. oh, why did I spend so much at the show <laughs> when I could have got it elsewhere, or, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, see, I always bring cash, and that's like, I'm not going to spend any more than that.
0: Oh, well, yeah, so I, I do too, but that's what I'm saying, is like, uh, for example, I don't know, so we'll say that that Spider-Man issue that I was talking about for that cover, right? Mm-hmm. You could probably get it between $2.50 to $5 or whatever. Right and say I got it for $7 because I was there and I was in the moment. And then, you know, you get home and it's like, man, I just could have grabbed this on mycomicshop.com or whatever for $2.50. And then I could have used the other $4 or $5 on something else while I was at the con. Yeah. type of thing. Yeah. That's because, like, I don't know, like when you go to the con, like you said, I, I take cash, so I know my limit at the con. But like I try to get my target things out of the way first, and then <clears throat> like a, um, and then after that, then I know how much I can freelance spend basically. Yeah. Yeah. So I have some kind of order <laughs> of what I do when I walk through the door instead of just being seat in my pants t- type of thing. Right.
1: Yeah, I did. So, like, what scares me is um. Like I've never been big into getting in like issues slabbed either. Like Dennis was saying he he had a um I don't remember what issue it was, but he sent it off to CGC and it it got back and there was something they forgot to do to it. So the cover was all wavy and he uh-huh. had to send it back. And I looked up the issue he was talking about, and it was like a $3,000 issue. And I was like, "Now that would that would like make me nervous." Yeah, stuff like that when you're talking about those really high-priced items.
0: Yeah. I've only done one, and they and CGC was actually at the con I was at. They did it while you were there. The well, yeah, they did it that weekend. Yeah, but also if like to do it again, which I don't know if I will because I'm not really into those because I'm a collector. I'm not, or you know, right. I'm, I'm not ever going to resell it. So yeah. I'm not doing it for a, for a profit or anything. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know if I'd want to. Mail a potential two hundred dollar book even or a fifty dollar book even, and then it get there, and either a not get the grade that I thought it was gonna get.
1: <laughs> I, know. I know
0: you know in sh- in shipping something wonky happens, which right. I've always had bad luck shipping stuff anyways.
1: Yeah, and
0: then and then you know it'll go down even more. So then I'll just have to waste the <laughs> forty fifty dollars or whatever to get it slapped.
1: Yeah, you're like surely it's gonna be like a nine point five, and it comes back like five something.
0: Five point five.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That was I've thought about that too. (laughs) So Marvel made an announcement this week. I think it was this week, maybe earlier, early. early this week. Yeah. And initially, all they did was put out this trailer that said "fresh new start, new series, new direction, and new creative teams," and that was it. Yeah. And people freaked out about it. Like, my initial thought was, well, yeah, because you didn't pay your prior creative teams, and they all went to D.C. (laughs) So, of course, you got all new creative teams. Like, what are you trying to pull over on us? Um, But more details are, like, trickling out sort of slowly, as they do. Uh, And we know it's going to sort of kick off, or I think kick off, with Avengers number one. Mm-hmm. which will reunite Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, and Thor, written by Jason Aaron and art by... Male Thor. Huh? Right, right, right. Male yeah, Thor. Yeah, yeah. Odinson. That's um, yeah, an important thing to point out. Yeah. yeah. But written by Jason Aaron and art by Ed McGuinness, which that's a creative team you can't go wrong with. And I'm looking forward to that. But what happened to Legacy? Yeah. Like Avengers 681 just came out we're less than 20 issues away from 700. And now after just like a couple months of the old numbering and legacy stories, we're right back to like number ones and all new different stories. Right. What's going on with that? Because it feels like to me, I don't know what you think, but it feels like over the last, it's been years now, it feels like Marvel can't find themselves. Like they can't sustain any good idea and they have to keep jumping to something new like so I was thinking about my son has ADD I think mm-hmm. I have it to some degree <laughs> but if you've ever experienced that it's like it's hard to focus on doing something well because your mind keeps jumping to something else and then to something yeah. else and then to another thing and like you're all over the place like that's what marvel feels like to me and I'm kind of yeah. getting tired of this roller coaster
0: yeah and and like you said they keep jumping no matter if it's working or not right so I would say for the majority in the past right. what 5 years or so that yeah. it hasn't been working. But I, and you know how critical I am, I have loved pretty much every legacy book that's came out. And so I and so then when they announced that I was like, "Really? Not that we're going to renumber and take away legacy stuff, but like we're going to end and switch up things because these legacy books are like hitting my stride, like where I want them to be even like offshoot type stuff. And yeah, I'm just like, I'm like you. I'm <laughs> well, I don't get it either because the team they're talking
1: about sounds like more like a legacy team than the team, the Avengers team that they did for a legacy. You right. know what I mean? So, so it's just so all kind of confusing.
0: Have, yeah. So if you're going to have that powerhouse creative team, then just switch over without renumbering it right I mean, make it a big deal, yes and promote the hell out of it, yes but don't start all the way over yeah because at this point, in the last five years I bet we have 15 Avengers number ones (laughs) right Right. oh, but the the stories are still going to be linked together and blah 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 okay, well then quit renumbering it yeah, it makes it feel kind of cheap to me
1: like yeah. when I, I mean, like, okay, I get it. Like, it's a new number one. That's exciting. It's exciting. Like one time though, but over the of co- yeah. a couple of years, when you do that over and over again, you're like, well, now all that previous stuff seems like it, 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 lo- it, it lost meaning, it, it, and now I'm less yeah. excited for the next one because I think it's going to do the same thing.
0: Point and example: uh, Spider-Man movies. Right. Right. Okay. You mean like well, well, we pre MCU? Ma- yeah, we had we had Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And then less than two years later, Mm -hmm. then we had Andrew Garfield. Right. And then less than a year later, then now we got Tom Holland. Right. Which should – like Tom Holland being in the MCU should have been amazing. But I think it got downplayed because people are so watered down about how much Spider-Man's been out there and how different and restarted it's been. Yeah. Movie-wise.
1: And and that was to the point where they were like, you know what? I mean they sort of almost – Acknowledge that by skipping his origin. Because they were like, we've told this so many times, now we can't do it
0: again. Right. <laughs> there, there's books that they announced that seem awesome coming out of this announcement, and then there's books that come out and I just, like, scratch my head about. Because there's books that should be selling that's not selling, but yet we're going to try this thing.
1: Well, that's the other part of this I don't understand, is because it's not like, I mean... What, it, what, I, what are they trying to make up for? Because I know, like, DC, the rebirth cells, like, put, the, put DC ahead of Marvel. But it's not like they dropped all that much. It's not like they, you know, went, fell behind image or anything. And last time I looked, I think it had even, it had sort of leveled back out where they're sort of back to sort of toggling for that number one spot with DC month to month. Right. So it's like,
0: what, are, what is, what's wrong with the cells with what they're doing? Well, see, in in modern-day Marvel, I would say probably like since Disney bought them, they've always had that thing of, it's just us in the comics world. We don't care if we're number one or number two. We're going to think we're number one, so we're not paying attention to everybody else. As to where, like, well, the smaller publishers, of course, are like, oh, they're the big two, and we got to go after them. Right. Right, so you don't even acknowledge what, for this point, would be dc's doing over here because we need to focus on what we're doing but now it's like here in the last year it's like okay well we're focusing on what everybody's doing and it's like like you said it's like the worst case scenario of adhd right it's like (laughs) well we need to restart this oh we need to restart that or like for example to go back to avengers number one that we were talking about Mm -hmm. jason aaron tweeted it out well, then Scott Snyder, who's writing for DC, tweeted that he's looking forward to it a lot or something. I don't remember right. the exact tweet. <clears throat> and then Jason Aaron replied back to him and said that he can't wait for to see Scott Snyder's Justice League because he's taking over Justice League. Okay. So then, so then <clears throat> from those like four tweets— <laughs> Now it's like, "Oh, it's going to be a Marvel and DC crossover <laughs> Avengers versus Justice League. We haven't seen this since 2004 yeah, right. or 2006." I was like, "No, they're just dudes that write comic books and they appreciate each other's work." Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, oh yeah. Those guys don't have the rivalry that like fanboys have. Right. Yeah. Um it's just art yeah. to
0: them. Yeah. And why would they? Right. I mean, yeah, it's not like I don't, like Boston versus or the Celtics versus the Lakers or whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we try to make it into that, but it, it's not. Yeah, we make it into that, but and I'm sure
1: like, there's, I'm sure like the front office, there's some like as far as I'm sure there's competition there because you want to be a business, you you want to be better than other businesses and more profitable and all that, but not for these guys. I don't, I can't imagine that's the case for these creative teams no no. because you know what they'll switch sides in a second if, if the money's yeah. right
0: yeah. yeah right.
1: I miss when comics used to be just a long ongoing title you know with different stories every couple months different arcs but whereas now it's like somebody has to constantly die somebody has to be reborn a team has to be constantly shuffled up that's one of the reasons I keep buying Daredevil because it's been – it's just been steady yeah. and consistent for a long time now. I know what I'm getting. When
0: yeah. I, I was thinking about this the other day now that you you bring that part up. It's because like now it's more of a, the business model of redoing things and whatever. Yeah. When, And it could be that I'm older now. I don't know. But like before, it was like the stories were great. Mm-hmm. They were – long and episodic type stuff and yeah you didn't have to i mean cuz like when i went to a spinner rack i didn't get 180 and 181 and 182 you know of a certain title yeah but but when i picked it up i could still piece together in my mind maybe what happened or yeah. what led to this issue right and then and a lot of things You know, there was no, there was an overarching story, like a subplot that went through the whole thing, but a lot of the comics were one and done type things, too. Yeah. Sure. So if we went back to that, that'd be great, but would it sell? That's, you know. Well, I mean, it's
1: probably just, I mean, it's probably Disney. I mean, that's a giant corporation that is all about making money, and they're good at making money. Um I mean, isn't that when everything sort of
0: changed? uh it it was kind of going belly up, I think yeah. before that because uh, like the Disney buyout thing to me was like a good thing, bad thing because like it was the bad thing because then you started seeing the machine, the corporate machine right but then it was a good thing because. How much longer was Marvel gonna stand on its own type thing?
1: Well yeah, and even if the comics are su- have suffered, the properties are as big as they've ever been. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Avengers my kids you know are way more familiar with the Avengers than I was at their age. Like that's just a household name at this point, you know?
0: Yeah, totally. Um yep. sp-
1: speaking of Avengers, uh like this new title, man, it's been coming out too fast for me. I haven't been able to keep up with it, so I'm not I'm not up to it's speed. It's a weekly. I know.
0: That's why I, yeah. ha- I hate weeklies. It's just yeah. too, it's too much. I, I hate it now. I used to love it like when they first started doing weeklies like say with uh DC 52, yeah. like when it, oh, yeah. when it was coming out because I wasn't well, I guess I was an adult, but like I wasn't reading everything that was on the shelf or whatever right. because I wasn't making that much money. So yes. I had to, you know, pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying I'm rich or I'm far from that. But, you know, my comic spending lot or allowance has expanded more than that. Yeah. <laughs> and there's not enough hours in the day.
1: And there's so many good titles out. I yeah. mean, if you consider the Big Two, but I mean, even outside of the Big Two, like I, I want to keep up with all these Marvel stories. Because I'm interested to see what happens, but at the same time, man, there's tons of independent books uh, yeah. that are are great also, and agree. And there's new stuff that comes out that I'm like, man, I'm maxed out at my budget, so I, c- I don't even want to <laughs> buy it just yeah. because I don't want to get hooked
0: on it and start, you know, buying it as well. Not to get away from that, one of the new titles I'm excited to see mm-hmm. is is Venom. Oh but right. That might be, that might be because Donny Cates is doing it though. Yeah.
1: No, I'm definitely excited about that, too, and I I don't think I've ever cared about Venom.
0: See, I've always been a Venom fan. Yeah, because you're a Spider-Man fan. Because I'm a Spider-Man fan, but there for a while, he was, like, everywhere. Yeah. Kind of like Deadpool and Wolverine were, you know, or Deadpool is now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, you know, but the Venom book now has been good. Has it? So yeah, so it's like switching it off and then going a different direction again. It hmm. kinda of has me scratching my head still, you yeah. know? Like for example, Damnation came out, right? Okay. Number right. one. It's a four part mini series. It takes place well, it number one takes place after Thor this week. Mm-hmm. But it also ties in with Secret Empire because it takes place in Vegas and in New York, like where the dark bubble was. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And it takes place right after Doctor Strange this week. So it goes Doctor Strange, Thor, and then Damnation Number 1. Like the art isn't consistent with it. Hmm. And I'll give you an example without spoiling anything. This is a minor nitpick, but you know me and being super critical. Like in the Doctor Strange book... You've been reading that, right, by yep. Donna Cates? Yep. Okay, so you know what Doctor Strange looks like now. He's got uh, the yes. short. He's got the short hair, and scruffy right. kind yep. of beard. Mm-hmm. Okay. You go from the Doctor Strange book where he still looks like that, and then you, and then a week later, we'll say a week in comic book time, not real time. He shows up with Hawkeye and T'Challa, I think, mm-hmm. and and for damnation to yeah. rebuild Vegas and he has hair like like the movie Doctor Strange again okay. or like old Doctor Strange
1: yeah not for a so reason like,
0: yeah there is no reason there's oh, no explanation or just nothing. different artist yeah
1: that came so out that I came like, out
0: this week right the first one yeah yeah so I like the continuity part yeah. right and the and you're putting me in the timepiece. Like, this happened here,
1: mm-hmm.
0: before this, after this. Right. Because of this. So then, yeah, you, you don't have a week, and then you barely have any hair on your head. Or if you do, it's <laughs> only like an inch or inch and a half, and then go to the lovely locks. Yeah. Or the 70s, 80s style hair, you know, with the right. feathered and all that. <clears throat> so that that was my minor nitpick from that book. but Yeah. And it wasn't bad enough that it took me out of the story, because the story is actually pretty good. Like I said, right?
1: Kate's is a good writer. I, I mean, I always feel like he brings something that I'm just uh, I'm not used to seeing when I read his stuff. Um, his Thanos, and, and, his Thanos book feels a little different. Yeah, also. the
0: Thanos book feels different, but all well, all I guess Doctor Strange would be the only other big two book that he's doing right now. Yeah. When does but Venom like, come out? Uh, after Avengers 1. So okay. in May, I think. Yeah. That's
1: that character seems right up his alley. I
0: yeah. like
1: him writing those dark and, ominous characters.
0: Yeah, and he's and he's loved Venom since he was a kid, so Oh cool. He's a fan. So I think there was Batman and one other character and Venom and hmm. those are the three that he he's been chomping at the bit to do oh,
1: cool maybe he sold him on it
0: yeah but his his doctor strange book to me feels indie okay uh, and to like his his thanos book yeah f- doesn't feel indie it feels hmm. it feels like him but it doesn't feel like an indie style book
1: huh yeah i, I always wondered why more writer i mean i like Like reading Altars, I always wonder why can't they do this story in the context of like a mutant? You know what I mean? Right. Right, yeah. Um, Why does it always have to be just typical big two stories? Why can't we have this more independent sort of idea but in the Marvel Universe? I'd like to see more of that.
0: Yeah. That would be cool.
1: Have you read the uh, latest, the the Marvel 2-in-1?
0: Yes, I have. Uh-huh. But see that's another thing. Like with this whole shakeup thing. Now, on the good hand, we might actually get Fantastic Four back, a book, right?
1: Yeah, it feels more like it. It's heading that direction.
0: Well, I'm assuming it will. But I, I, I just my thoughts would be it would be a year. We'd have the Marvel two in one for a year or half a year before we actually got, you know, we, the next whatever the next big event would be. <laughs> is when we would get the Fantastic Four coming back. Like, that would be the proper way to bring them back, you know? Like, oh, we're on dire straits, we're desperate, blah, blah, blah. And then here comes the Fantastic Four to save the day.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, at the rate they're going now, it'll be Infinity Countdown. We'll, you know, we'll end in a, I mean, they'll start on the next event in a couple months before it's even finished. So maybe it'll be sooner.
0: Yeah. Because they're rushing this stuff out lately. But Marvel 2 and one I don't know about you, but I'm loving the hell out of that book. Yeah.
1: Well, okay, so, you know, I like it. Um, I think I was expecting a little bit more to happen by now, even though it's only been, what, three issues?
0: Yeah. I don't know That's why I yeah. was.
1: But they're still looking for Reed and Sue, even though they're presumed dead. And uh, they're, uh, so we learned that, well, I thought this was kind of cool. We learned that Johnny and Ben are separated from Reed and Sue. Uh, or the longer they're separated, that their powers are gradually deteriorating. Yeah. So eventually, if nothing changes, they're going to be powerless. Right. Which makes you even it makes it seem even more likely that Reed and Sue are going to show up because we're not just going to in in the, end the yeah. story that way with everybody gone. Right. Um, so that's interesting. I thought the the thing with the Mad Thinker, I'm uh-huh. curious to see what they do with that also because he has a plan to pretend to be Reed Richards. At least that's what I took away from the last issue. Right. And so we could wind up getting like a fake Fantastic Four team for a little bit with Ben and Johnny, but not a real Reed and Sue maybe. Uh, yeah.
0: That, and see, I I love that because, well, I, I guess that's the the slow build is the part that I'm loving yeah. as to where you're opposite of that, where not the instant gratification, but you know what I mean. Yeah. the That part, like, because the first issue is basically Ben and Johnny coming back together.
1: I think I'm just antsy to see them appear again. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is.
0: <clears throat> just hold off, buddy. It'll be worth it.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm ready to get the band back together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, But speaking of events, have you read Infinity Countdown? Are yep. you,
0: did you read Prime? I read Prime. What did you think about it? It, it was kind of like what the first one was. Yeah. It was just... Um,
1: more Prelude?
0: Yeah, more Prelude. Yeah. So now I'm going to take your position of like... I'm tired of prelude stuff. It's too slow. And I want I want to get to the event. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's funny, man, because that's the total opposite for me. Yeah. So R- Wolverine had I thought I I, I like the I like the use of Wolverine in this episode and and this story going forward. Um, he has the space stone in this issue, mm-hmm. and I thought it I thought it would be the power stone when I when I first when I first heard that he was going to be brought into this but we've already seen the power stone in uh the guardians of the galaxy have it and it's like humongous so i don't even know how anybody's gonna wield it being that big Um, but so i i just i thought the whole dynamic with him was cool like he's just walking around doing what he being his lonesome self but now he has this uh infinity gem like bouncing around in his pocket and I like the scene where Loki came to kind of persuade him to give it to him, like that was ever going to happen. And Logan right. refuses, obviously. And Loki's like, "Well, what are you going to do when all the other stone owners come looking for this one?" And he had like the classic Logan line. He was like, "Well, I got more pockets, bub." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was a cool line.
0: But uh, but he's had it since we saw we saw the, the this original Wolverine since. Legacy, yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we knew it was coming. I just haven't seen it it, it develop yet. Um, and we don't know why he has it. No. Um, we saw... I think it was Skrill. Was it Skrill that had the Time Stone? I think so, yeah. Uh, so he's in Hunt for the other ones. And then, of course, we had the time-traveling Warlock hunting for the Soul Stone. Right. But it was kind of weird. Magus had it. Or yeah. well, he had it until this... Hank Pym Ultron hybrid stole it or killed him. I thought yeah. that was a little bit weird because Magus and Warlock are the same person, but I guess it made sense because Warlock is sort of an iteration from the future, so they can't coexist, even though they're the same person. Maybe. Yeah. Um,
0: I, but go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that that was the part that <clears throat> of the whole book that I didn't like. I guess because I thought they made Magus like a little chump. Yeah, they did.
1: They totally did. I thought that too. I didn't like that either. When I saw him, I was like, oh, great. And he looked awesome. I thought he looked better than Warlock did. Maybe he can be like a formidable villain in this story. But then they just just stab him in the heart and keep going.
0: (laughs) Three panels later, gone.
1: Yeah, that was kind of weird. I thought it was weird how the soul stone was kind of round like a ball. Like each stone is like uniquely different now in appearance for some reason.
0: Yeah, how are they gonna fit that in the gauntlet? How are they gonna fit the Power Stone in there? It's like a mammoth. <laughs> yeah. Can you chisel off a piece? Yeah, you better have Hellboy's Hell Hand because that's gonna be a damn big ass stone.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a like, I'm such a fan of the original Infinity Gem stories, but I'm I'm really enjoying this. I like how it's a race for the gems with like a cool, a good mix of like new and old players this time. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. With some. You know, subtle differences.
0: But for me, I'm ready to get it on. I'm ready to... The table's already set, it seemed like. So, you know, we don't need to put the chess pieces yeah. where they're going. Let's just have an all-out battle.
1: So I'm cool but with even... Exper- like, I like just seeing them explore each individual stone. Like, even if somebody doesn't get them all, seeing, like, different people possess different stones uh, takes me back to the 90s. You know when yeah. when, the, when they would have teams and each character would have a different stone and like Logan now it's like he doesn't need all the stones but you give him one stone and now he on top of who he already is he can just teleport whenever he wants yeah. and yeah. add that to his uh, uh, power set right his arsenal yeah, yeah. like they could explore and that with the different gems and different characters and I know I've fun. said
0: it before but like when they brought him back this is the mysterious Wolverine that. Everybody loved at right. the beginning. Before we got his origin, and he wasn't mysterious anymore.
1: Yeah, and so they're ramping up to have more Wolverine stuff coming out. Yeah, um, uh it'll be interesting to see if this infinite, this, uh, this Infinity Gem in his possession is like a long-term thing. Yeah, or if they uh, just use it for Infinity Countdown, and we're back to typical Wolverine. Yeah.
0: We'll probably reset and go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't mean like reset. I meant like it, the the gems will be missing again or yeah. whatever.
1: Hey, your in unintended joke might be right. <laughs> we might get yeah. like 10 books into a Wolverine title and it's like, hey, all new Wolverine. Now he's a kid. <laughs> all new, all
0: different. Still the same.
1: <laughs> right. Until next <laughs> month. Yeah. All right. What else you got to talk about?
0: Uh, I think that's it for now.
1: Are you pumped for Infinity War yet? Is there any enthusiasm? Are you going to uh, see it, like, opening weekend?
0: Uh, I'll, I'll probably see it opening weekend, yeah. Really? Yeah, wow. just because it's one of the big ones Yeah. that I don't want. I don't want to be on a social media ban because some <laughs> person spoiled it for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going Even to- though I, like, hate going to crowded movie theaters. Do you? Yeah. I'm that's to, why I always go like, like during the week for a matinee or whatever. I'm going to hold you to that. Well, that's cool with me. <laughs> you got anything else?
1: No. Right about now, the intro music's kind of slowly fading in. <laughs> Even though we're recording and we can't hear it, that's what's happening.
0: Yeah. Well, where can they find us?
1: Oh, man. It's my turn to remember. At oh. Ultimate Marv Pod on Twitter. Oh, I'm nice. at Jack Sutherland. J A C K S U T H E R L A N D. You are at Ron Bar three sixteen. What does that mean, by the way? What is a Ron? Well, I guess I, Bar-, Bar is short for Baron.
0: Yeah, so it's the first three initials, and then, uh, and then, yeah. I'm the third, so there's mm-hmm. the three. But and then, like, you I opened the account like,
1: when you were sixteen years old.
0: No, you opened actually, it in two thousand sixteen. I'm a big wrestling fan, so you have Austin three sixteen. So. Uh. So it just fit that I just put the 16 on there. Gotcha. Or it made sense in my mind at the time. Yeah.
1: Guess how I came up with my Twitter handle.
0: Um, That's your name, sir.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was no thought into that one at all. <laughs> and then, of course, they can catch all the cool podcasts on Nerdy Legion. We have gear now. We got Marvel gear? Yeah. I know, I saw aftershock shirt
0: yeah we have ultimate marvel shirts so Uh-oh. if you go to the com and then click on the threadless icon in the bottom right corner yeah and then click on our podcast logo well
1: where's my uh where's my my shirt your warlock shirt no my ultimate marvel podcast shirt well i'm telling you how to get it well, I, I gotta <laughs> i do the podcast i should get one well you can i'm gonna it's edit only $20. this out i'm gonna edit this out unless i get one <laughs> well
0: <laughs> uh, that means that i should get like six different podcast shirts
1: oh okay i assumed you already have one
0: no uh, i i just have a nerdy legion mug yeah, coffee mug um, but we have coffee yeah, mugs, water bottles cups. tote bags I'm up i
1: have to go in there and buy a new one yeah. right now
0: sparky has a couple different one and I think you just bought a time you podcast one oh, cool. and if
1: anybody listening wants one hit us up on Twitter at Ultimate Marvel Pod and we'll make sure we figure a way to hook you up thanks everybody for listening once again Ronnie appreciate it alright see ya bye Open more of the podcast is add off your own opening more of the podcast. Just a couple of hot hand fools. more of the podcast.